The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. And welcome back to another edition of the Daily Witness Podcast. I'm Trevor Van Vieren, and joining me in the studio this evening is my wife. Megan Van Vieren. Thank you for joining me again. Oh, it's such a pleasure. All right. So um, the last series was conducted by Andrew, and he spoke about the reality of you are loved. Yes. And focusing on how much God loves his people. But it doesn't stop there. Mm. It really does not stop there. So we are in this world, but we are not of this world. And so this series is about walking in the love of God, displaying the love of God and why it is so very important. And then we're going to get into that. So let's just jump into a word of prayer. Yeah. yeah, Thank you. You just (laughs) took the sails right out of my wind. (laughs) (laughs) I was just finishing your sentence. (laughs) Thank you. Father, we thank you that you are always with us. And you love us tremendously. And you've Mm. got such a lot to say. And the things that you have to say are so important. You know what, Dad? The the truth about you is the things that you say is actually life-altering. It's life-changing. Yes. And I love it when you talk. So, you know, we always, uh, if I can say we interview you, but you you end up teaching us so much, man. And I, I just love you. So much. Thank you for always being here with us. Thank you for helping us. And thank you for making this podcast so easy. Um, Dad, I also pray for the listeners. Mm. I pray, Lord, that you give them a heart that can really see. Eyes also to see, ears to hear, but a heart that can see, a heart that can understand what we're going to talk about in the series. And uh, thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your understanding. Thank Mm. you for your precious knowledge. Thank you for your loving Holy Spirit. Yes. And um, we just appreciate everything that you do for us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So we are talking in this series, we're talking about a lifestyle of love. This is not an option. No. Now that, I believe is where the Christians are falling headlong. And it's because people are not taught enough about the importance of walking in love. Yeah, that's true. So let's just open up in a verse of Scripture. Okay. And we take it from there. So I'm reading from the New Living Translation, and I'm reading from the last part of Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32. And then we're just, we're just going to cross over into chapter 5 up to verse 2. And he says, instead, be kind to each other, mm. tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God. And we know, before I go any further, we know through this ministry... If you've been following us for any length of time, you know how we emphasize very, very strongly on the reality and the truth 
that wherever you see the name God, you change it to love. Yes. Because God is love. He doesn't have love. He is love himself, the That's very true. source of love. So let's read it that way because it helps our thinking. It and, does make yeah. a difference when you do that. Yeah, and also people will understand this series a whole lot better. He says, just as love through Christ has forgiven you. Now it says here, and the reason why I chose the New Living Translation because it translates from the Greek very nicely. It says, imitate God. So we're going to say, imitate love, therefore. In mm. everything you do, in everything you yes. do, imitate love. Therefore, in everything you do, well, is that all day when you're awake, right? That's in everything. When you wake up, your you thoughts, open up your eyes. Your thoughts must be love-possessed. Imitate love, therefore, yes. in everything you do until you climb into bed at night. Mm. In everything you do because... You are his dear children. Live a life filled with love. And that's a life filled with God. Yeah. <laughs> Following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us. A pleasing aroma mm. to love. Because it was a love sacrifice. Absolutely. Now... I'm telling you something right now. I did not know we were going to get so much out of those couple of verses. I but know, because we read it before we did yeah. the recording, and it was good. I, I was like, oh, God chose a perfect scripture. Yeah. And now you're reading it again. I'm like, what? <laughs> but that's the blessing of yeah. his word. It just keeps unfolding and unfolding. So we don't have to go through the rest of the scriptures. Um, I know we have a lot to go through. But you know what? We prayed about this and he's given us something. Let's unpack that. Yes. So let's just start off there. He says, let's just go through this again. It says, instead, be kind to each other. We can talk about that for hours. Yeah. <laughs> tender hearted. Well, a kind person is tender hearted. Forgiving one another. Just as love through Christ has forgiven you. Imitate love, therefore. Yes, copy him. Yes, copy him. Imitate him. You know, um, a lot of people who actually know me personally, they say, I'm very good at imitating people. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that's very interesting. If I like a character... Um, or a I, person. Yeah. And then I, I watch their facial expressions. I listen to the tone of their voice. I listen to the pitch of their voice. And then I practice it a few times and then until I got it, you know. And then people say, wow, and then, you know, they can quote whoever. Absolutely. I'm, uh, whoever I'm imitating. I'm a testimony of that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of times we have conversations in the house and I'm like, lovey, why did you bring them here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that's because I imitated them. Mm. I copied them. And you singled them out immediately. Absolutely. So here he's saying, this is what we ought to do. We ought to imitate love. 
therefore in everything you do because you are his dear children live a life filled with love mm. hmm. following the example of christ he loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us a pleasing aroma to love and where it says live a life filled with love you know that's like where the power lies in mm. everything to succeed mm. lies in living a life full of love that's a, li a life where you are forgiving all the time you're always kind yeah. you're not a pushover no but everything that you do is from a because i think it was kenneth that said years ago that every action that you have must be driven by love yeah so everything you do you must be thinking how can i how can I show that person that I love them? How can no. I show appreciation? You know, like everything is just love driven. There's yeah. never an angry thought, never a bitter thought, mm. never a holding anything against anyone. You're never taking offense. You're just, you're just full of God. Yeah. And now um, I just want to uh, quote Jesus because Jesus is the head of the church and he practices what he preaches yes he lives it um you could actually say it like this he's kind he's tender-hearted he's forgiving and he imitates love yes he does and he lives a life filled with love mm. because and i like to quote isaiah 42 verse 3 now he is our example someone says um, you know, yeah, but that's Jesus. Yeah, but um, now they say that to sort of distance themselves. To say, how can I be yes. like Jesus? Okay, but you forget what he called you. He called you his body. Mm. So whether you're part of the foot, whether you're part of his hands, he's the head. you part of his body. So you can't say, yeah, but that's Jesus. Mm. You can't do You're that. You're part of Jesus. Yeah. And he is our example, therefore. Yes. And if he did it, we should be like that. Mm. So let's look at that example because it's actually not impossible to be just like him. Exactly. God would never have no. told you to be like him if he didn't think you could be like him. Exactly. So let's see what dad said about him. Thousands of years ago before he was even born. Yes. Uh, this is a prophecy by the prophet Isaiah in chapter 42, verse 3. And I love this. I absolutely love this. He says, talking about Jesus here, he will not crush the weakest reed mm. or put out a flickering candle. What do you think when you hear that right off the bat? You know what? <laughs> I, I'm, I know it's not what you want to hear right now, but yeah. I'm thinking he's the type that never kicks a dog when it's down. Yeah. I just thought yeah. about that now. He will never, ever. He is so gentle That's and it. so compassionate yeah. that even if someone wronged him and he has the opportunity to step on them, he would never. Yeah. It's just not his nature. And now I just want to, because just before we went on, you know, the Lord popped in and he said, <laughs> I want you to read Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 3 from Amplified mm. Classic, also describing Jesus. Yes. He, you know, he's got uh, 
he's got certain translations that he uses in certain verses. I love it. Yes, it's amazing. And I'm just going to read it to you. It says, He is the sole expression of the glory of God, the light being, the outraying or radiance of the divine. And this is where he really wants me to emphasize. He is the perfect imprint and very image of God's nature. Or you could say love's nature. Yeah. He is the perfect imprint and very image of love's nature. Mm. Think about that. Not a carbon, not a carbon copy. He is the perfect imprint, imprint yes. and very image of love's nature. Mm. And so that would you could probably say it's difficult to tell them apart. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's good. Mm. That's very good. And someone says, you know, a lot of people, you know, when you're reading, you're reading about Jesus um, on the earth and these miracles and so forth. But people still tend to separate Jesus from God. Mm, and it's yes. because they read about this fiery, angry God because of poor translations and so forth. And, um, you know, also bad Bible versions, yes. which makes it even worse. And it comes across like God in the Old Testament is this very angry person just looking to who he can punish next. Exactly, yes. And, and then, I've, I've heard many people say yeah. that. And then here comes Jesus in there and he's completely different, mm. you know. And people are like kind of scratching their heads and, you know, but um, when you read... And then they don't they throw scriptures like, um, but they say that um, like God is the same or Jesus is the same yes. yesterday, today, and forever. So yes. how was he like that in in the Old Testament, but now in the New Testament yeah. he's like this? But they just don't understand. No. You see, you without revelation, you yes. you're going to make a mistake, mm. and you're going to misunderstand him, and that's why there are people called into ministry to explain these things and pass down the revelations to yes. the people. So what he really wanted to point out here is he's the perfect imprint and the very image of love's nature. Mm. So he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yes. And if he is the perfect imprint of love's nature, then love himself will not crush the weakest reed or put out a flickering candle. Mm. That's how gentle he is, eh? That's it's really it's awesome. Yeah. So in this first episode, we just want to highlight some really difficult situations that Jesus was in. Yes. We're gonna look Where at Where you can see love active, yeah. you know. And we're gonna see if, if he um holds up to what he's preaching. <laughs> And um, let's have a look at that. So I'm going to read from John chapter 8, verse 3 to 11. It's also from the New Living Translation. And as he was speaking, the teachers of religious law and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in the act of adultery. They put her in front of the crowd. See, they're trying to... Embarrass her, yeah, shame her. Yeah, trying to, um, you know, build an argument here. Mm. And this is the teachers of the religious yeah. law. No love. Teacher, they said to Jesus, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. 
The law of Moshe says to Stoner, <laughs> what do you say? They were trying to trap him into saying something they could use against him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote in the dust with his finger. They kept demanding an answer. Just like the devil always putting on yeah. pressure. So they kept at it. They kept at it. There's a crowd. There's this bustling hush-hush mm. talk. These guys are very arrogant. Yes. They're very prideful. They're demanding an answer. Give it to us. We know. You know the law of Moshe. We know the law of Moshe. It says stoner. Now they're trying to trap him now. All right. They kept demanding an answer. So he stood up again and said, all right, but let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. I love that answer. <laughs> then he stooped down again and wrote in the dust. <laughs> <laughs> when the accusers heard this, they slipped away one by one, beginning with the oldest, until only Jesus was left in the middle of the crowd with the woman. Then Jesus stood up again. And said to the woman, where are your accusers? He knew. Didn't even one of them condemn you? No, Lord. Oh, she just escaped death. Yes. No, Lord, she said. And Jesus said, neither do I. Go and sin no more. Wow. <laughs> now, I'm honest with you. If I was in that situation, mm. I still got a bit of street in me. <laughs> Yes, you do. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're coming and saying, we are going to stone her. We've got the law of Moshe. For those of you who don't know. Yes, please. It's um, <laughs> how you actually pronounce G um, Moses's name in the Hebrew. That's his real name, Moshe. Anyway, they're getting sassy. You know, mm. very forward. Yes. They got, I mean, today. They're convinced they're right. Yeah. Today, they are going to kill her. And if he makes one wrong move, they're going to kill him too. Sure. And Jesus knew that they were wrong. Mm. He knew it. And. You know what? He could have stood there and said, okay, but you did this and yes, you did this and yes. you did that. But he didn't. Yeah, he didn't do it. He was in a spot where he could have just rattled off all where they missed it. But who is the accuser of the brethren? Not him. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> he said, where is your accusers? Because mm. I'm not accusing you. Now, doesn't that sound like he will not crush the weakest reed or put out a flickering candle? Oh. Isn't that amazing? And you know, that definitely changed that woman's life yeah. forever. And I'm sure many of the uh, the teachers of law that um, walked out that day, mm. there were people who were changed. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. And you know, that whole situation right there, even them, they were his enemy mm. right there because they wanted him dead. He knew they wanted him dead. Yes. He knew it. Because the scripture tells us they were trying to trap him. Mm. Now, right there, I mean, that that would just irk a person. You're minding your own business. Here come these troublemakers. <laughs> you know, troublemakers. That's, that's what they are. They are troublemakers. They are stirring up hatred mm. in the crowd. And it is exceptionally annoying. 
We see a lot of that today. Yeah. And I mean, you know, there are some Christians, there are some Christians yes. that would have, in that crowd right there, minding their own business, I mean, they, they really got a good heart, you know. And in walk this carnal bunch and just start snapping off at them, I guarantee you, They're those guys would back. have pulled out a 357 Magnum. Okay. <laughs> you know, and pointed up in their Stuff face. Stuff just got real. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, whoa, we are out of here. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. but I mean, that's how a lot of Christians will respond to this day. But Jesus pulled out the sword. Yeah. <laughs> the word. Well, of the spirit. <laughs> Let's just finish <laughs> off that nicely. Because some people are like, oh, what translation is that? <laughs> that's my translation. <laughs> no, I'm just but, joking. But yeah, I mean, he didn't even hold it against them. Yes. He was even gentle with them. Mm. He was walking in love with them. And you know what just came to my mind when I saw that whole situation? Mm. Uh, Ephesians chapter 5 verse 2, where it says, um, that is a pleasing aroma to love. Oh, yes. The way Jesus handled that situation didn't hold a grudge against yes. them at all. Think about that. So yeah. every time we operate in love, we make the right decisions. It's a we, sweet aroma. Yes, God can smell yeah. that. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? I've never thought about that before. Yeah. That's really awesome. And it's, uh, it's, it's pleasing. He says it's a pleasing aroma to That's him. That's like when I open up our garden door yeah. and I smell the sweet aroma of our lemon blossoms. Yes, yes. It's just, it's just wonderful. It is. Oh, it is something <laughs> to take in. If you've and never grown your own lemon tree, you may want to start. It's <laughs> worth it. <laughs> so, I mean, there's Jesus. These guys, they just got it in for him. They want him dead. Yes. He knew it. He's thinking, you know, a lot of Christians would have said right there, what did I do wrong? Mm. You know, what, what's your problem with me? You know, I'm, I'm here minding my own business. I was just a stooping in the ground, you know, <laughs> and you bunch just walked in. What did I do wrong? You know, but he didn't even hold it against them. Yes. In fact, you would, you would say this. He was very kind to them. He was. He was tender hearted to them. He, he forgave was. them. <laughs> yes. Huh? Yes. And everyone was set free, even them. They were set free from hatred. Exactly. They were set free from um, bitterness that day. Because they the, the scripture says they just dropped their stones and they just walked away one and by one. And he could have condemned them. Yeah. But he didn't. Because that's yeah. not why he was sent. No. So. I just, uh, that's a, and, and that right there, that action right there is a pleasing aroma to love himself. I just love that now. Love because, that, eh? Yes, because now you look at it differently and you think yeah. to yourself, hey, you know, when someone's rude to me and I choose to be kind, yeah. or I just hug them and I say, you know what? God loves you and oh. I love you. Yeah. God sits and he's like, oh, that smells beautiful. <laughs> what a wonderful aroma. Yeah. Love smells beautiful. But but love is life. Yeah. And there's so much death in the earth, there is a stench. There is a stench. And, you know, 
you don't know it if you're used to it. Yes, exactly. Because how many people have said, you know, they've gone to heaven and when they come back, yeah. you, they, can smell. they can smell it. Yes. So we're just going to um, close off this episode now. And I just want to um, reiterate in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3 from Amplified Classic, which Jesus asked me to quote here. <laughs> and he said, He's the perfect imprint and the very image of love's nature. Praise God. Guys, thank you for listening to this episode. Yes, we actually had more scripture, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got stuck on one. Remember, faith comes by hearing. So keep on hearing.